Well, welcome everybody to a very special edition of the Kids Beach Club podcast. I am here um, celebrating with the very first volunteer team that Kids Beach Club had. That's so, crazy. Um, and with Jack and Tammy, uh, you may know them as uh, our fearless leaders here at KBC. But let me start off by asking these uh, volunteers, original volunteers, to introduce themselves and what you did on the original volunteer team for KBC. I'm Denise Campbell, and I did. I was in charge of snacks and apparently games, which I just was um, given a memory through my sweet friends here. So I don't really remember a whole lot of the games. I remember doing games, but I don't really remember me leading that so much. But that's great. <laughs> I'm Dorothy Smith, and I did refreshments. I'm Nora Kirkland, and I did the memory verse. There you go. I'm Jack Terrell, and. I have no idea what I did. <laughs> everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> I'm Tammy Terrell, and I got to sit behind the scenes and watch all of this unfold in the beginning. I'm Barbara Cox, and I was a gatekeeper. I got to greet each of the children as they came in and keep a record of who was there and who wasn't. It was a blessing as they came in the door. And I'm Michelle Gregory. I got to be the club leader and Bible teacher and whatever else was needed for the day. This was an amazing team to serve mm-hmm. alongside mm-hmm. us. Awesome. Yeah. Very special. Now, um, I want to ask Jack, uh, as we get going, a couple questions. Um, before Kids Beach Club existed as an organization, beach clubs had started. And we were talking a little bit of that before we uh, hit record. But tell us about that gap between when Beach Clubs had started and then the formation of Kids Beach Club as an organization. Sure. Yeah, so we had this thing in our children's church called Treasure Island. Treasure Island was so much fun. Our pastor came to me and he said, Jack, you're doing this thing in Sunday morning, and I'd really like for you to take that outside the walls of the church. And, And I'm saying, okay, great. That's a great idea, but how do you do it? And then about that time, I had the opportunity to have conversation with some folks from Child Evangelism Fellowship on on doing their good news clubs. In the course of things, I asked their leadership if we could do their good news clubs and call them beach clubs because I'd already put a team together, and the team uh, that had kind of helped me think through Going outside the walls of the church, one of them was a principal, uh, Dr. Koenig. Y'all remember Dr. Koenig? Yeah. And uh, Dr. Koenig's like, Jack, you've got to do this, and it's got to come, and it's got to be in our, it's got to be at my school. And he was at the time the principal of Bel Air, and so uh, started that idea from those men and women that were like, Jack, we've got to do this. So the interim was Beach Club. I had no idea it was going to be Kids Beach Club, but um, the first thing I knew to do was to put the word, the call for help in the bulletin. And y'all, this was crazy. We had a meeting, Kathy Walkinshaw and I, which she was my associate, and Kathy and I were upstairs on the second floor, and we were waiting for this group of individual volunteers to come in and help us do this new work. Oh, and then there came Michelle. We had one. We had one volunteer, and it was Michelle Gregory. So Kathy and I are standing there. We're going. Are we going to be able to do this? And and so you know, I think Michelle that, that night goes. Are we going to be able to do this? And I 
And I just really truly had it in my heart that this was of the Lord. And I'm like, yeah, let's put another run into the church bulletin. And, you know, and then one by one, you folks started coming up. And I'm sure it was, you know, a lot of arm twisting by Kathy Walkinshaw and others. But you began hearing the call and you responded. And so that initial six weeks that we were at Bel Air, if my phone rang once from Dr. Koenig, it rang a million times wanting me to know of the joy that he was experiencing, Michelle, having you and your team on his school campus. Because from his perspective, this would have never happened. I mean, you know, this is just a tremendous answer to prayer. So you are an answer to prayer. and But that's kind of the short version as to how we got to it. Yeah, and I imagine sitting there with this, just the two of you asking that question, can we make this happen? It kind of look at the position that we're in, in the corporate office of Kids Beach Club <laughs> Ministry. How cool is it yeah. to, to encounter that question and now see what God has done? Now, um, so, so you were there, and God continued to bring people. He brought all of you. Now, how did you get the rest of them? Like, did you go to them? Did they come to you? No, it was this lady, Kathy Walkinshaw, Michelle, the church bulletin, and then, and then, and, and they just began popping up, and we began calling and asking people to, to be a part. And when you ask people to be a part of your ministry, um, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, hey, can you come help? But when you say, could you come be a part of our ministry? And that's a different thing. And so these folk stepped up, and um, and Miss Dorothy's like, "Well, I don't know that I can do anything, but I but I can sure do snacks." And and I'm like, "Well, that's what we need, you know." And so each one of these ladies, they stepped up in the area where they are, and and absolutely uh, helped in tremendous tremendous ways. Yeah, how cool is that? You know, I've I've worked with kids a bunch and. Now you, you you throw in some food, some candy, some mm-hmm. snacks, and some fun and games, and they're in. Mm-hmm. They're in for it. Now, okay, so turning the questions to you all in the panel. Now you hear about Beach Club. You have a, an invitation from from Jack, and um, and now you are considering being a part of what's going on. Tell me, you know, jump in as you have answers. Um, what made you want to be a part of this ministry at the at the ground level? I could start. Okay. <laughs> um, well, when I was a little girl, I had a neighbor who had a good news club mm-hmm. in our, a few doors from where mm-hmm. I lived. And I'd been going to church all my life, but um, my sister and I would go every week to hear uh, her tell Bible stories with the flannel graph. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just there that God just really spoke to my heart, and that's where I invited Jesus into my heart. Mm-hmm. So when I heard about that they were going to start the beach club, I just felt, I just knew that I had to be a yeah. part of it because I knew how yeah. much it had meant to my life mm-hmm. and how it changed my life. Yes. And it was a, a, just a exciting time to be involved. Wow. Really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's because of Barbara that I started. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's a real good driver, and she would drive us wherever we needed to go. <laughs> that works. And she told me about her experience with with the Good News Club, and she said, "Come on, Nora, and do this with me." And so, have any idea you'd be teaching a memory link or no, the memory verse? No, I didn't. Did, they, I was, did she nervous? Did she lock you in the car and wouldn't let you in? <laughs> if she did, I don't remember. It. Now, before you got started working with Memory Link, were you an expert? 
at memorizing scripture. I'm not an leading. expert in anything. <laughs> <laughs> so you said yes, and God. I said I'll try. I'll do my That's best. That's awesome. That's awesome. For, really for me, um, I was at a just a funny phase of life. My husband was working tons of hours, and so all I, I grew up in a ministry home. So all I knew to do was go to the church and spend my time, and it kept me busy and gave me friends. And um, I'm pretty sure, Jack, it was you that came to me and said, hey, um, we're looking for some help. And um, I was like, okay, what, what do you need? And um, so I think that's kind of how I got roped yeah. into this. I, I saw just... you at the back of the auditorium. <laughs> you did? I did. Do you remember this? I do remember I have that. a vague memory. I don't remember oh, that. I, I do remember that. <laughs> but I do remember you. Boy, you put a good sales I, pitch I on that. And, uh, but I was just happy. I was just, you know, sure, whatever. I was living at the church, and um, everybody that I'd run into was like, we're going to have to set you up a residence here. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, whatever. And so I think that you had heard. Denise is available. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's I how did. I came into this. I don't remember how I came into this, actually. It may have been that you asked me, Jack. I don't recall. It very well could have been. We were going, we were making the tour, that's for sure, uh, into the various departments. Yeah, into the various Sunday school departments. And so, um, you know, it very well could have been that you made the mistake of raising your hand. And, um, but I do know this. I was this. probably fixing my hair. You probably were. Or maybe looking up. Yeah. Instead of down. Yeah. But I do remember this. I remember that you became one of the very best cherished, um, thank you. Uh, snack ladies of all time. Well, I Because of all of the. The snacks that yeah you did. I did. I progressed from there as I had as I learned more, and I think I was about four years with yeah. the beach club. Yeah, and, and then you took up when she stepped off. You picked up the mantle as the club leader. Uh, well, I think there was another, there was a couple though in between. I can't remember that. Could have been John, Johnny, and Deanna. John, oh, that's right. Johnny. Oh yes. my word! Yes, I forgot. Yes. Oh my word! Wow. Yes, and yes. then I, yes. but as I learned a little more and a little more, and and I and I have a lot of friends in my Bible study department who volunteered, so I had a lot of help. Yeah, <laughs> and they cherished the experience. Um, yeah. But, but uh, I learned so much mm-hmm. from the children, and I was happy to be there mm-hmm. because they were precious. Mm-hmm. They were really, really special. It was mm-hmm. a special time. Mm-hmm. And I had taught girls in, in Sunday school but um, with little boys and girls. But I learned a lot, and the counselor at the school helped me as well. She gave me a, a book to read on uh, some things that were very helpful. And I, I felt like the school was very encouraging. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, Dr. Koenig made sure that, uh, I'm not saying that he gave us special, you know, privileges, but he wanted to make sure that you folks were successful. And so he was definitely in in your corner and and absolutely gave me a blow-by-blow blow every week as to how it went. And then when the kids started getting saved, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. You know, we had no idea. Do remember how many were enrolled, how many kids you had, and then how many? If I can hop up, I'll pull my journal from my 
purse. You have an oh. journal. Oh my goodness. I would love to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I do remember just walking into the building and walking down the halls and how sweet the teachers were. They're all getting ready for the end of the day. All the kids were getting ready for the end of the day. And they got to where they recognized us, knew our t-shirts. And um, they would all, you know... Hi, Mrs. Campbell, yeah. you know, and they were always like, they would get in trouble because they would step out to come hug us. They're like, get in line, I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> but I just remember everybody was so friendly and just so happy that we were there. Well, so. Bel Air, because of, you may or may not remember, that one of the reasons, one of the biggest reasons Dr. Koenig wanted us on his campus is it was the largest a campus in HEB that had the largest number of at-risk children. And it was, it was crazy. The percentage, um, I believe it was something like 94, 95% of the children there at Bel Air were at-risk children. These were children, as you know, that were on the, the free or the reduced. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. On the lunches and things like that. And so it was, it was phenomenal. I have something to share about it. One of the children that prayed to receive Christ. Uh oh. <laughs> he uh, he was in the sixth grade, and uh, the next week when he came, he said, "Miss Kirkland, I understand all this stuff about knowing that Jesus died on the cross to save me from my sins and and all that, and I need Him as my personal Savior. But this three in one business, I don't get." <laughs> <laughs> he said, what is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Well, if you can figure that one out. I said, honey, I don't understand it either. Amen. But awesome. we're going to talk about it a little bit. And yeah. so I shared a little bit well, what I knew. Yeah. And now, uh, it was a sweet time. Back then, in these first days, did you ever imagine that Kids Beach Club would turn into a ministry that would impact no, over a no. hundred thousand kids. Wow, no, hundred thousand kids. No. Now that is what wow. a testament to God moving mm-hmm. and using. Oh, yes. But starting with each of you. Now I'm wondering, do you have any words um, of wisdom or advice that you would share with somebody who's maybe today or, or right now when they're listening to this considering getting involved with Kids Beach Club? Maybe uh, being a surf team leader or bringing snacks. Well, if someone is now considering being a part of this ministry, what would you have to say to them? All you need is love for the children. Mm. Amen. I don't think any of us Amen. were perfect or great or had grand skills. Michelle, maybe. <laughs> yeah, with the exception. Yeah, but I, I definitely, you know, it was a little intimidating at first, and just you feel like you don't know, but. It was a matter if I would go up to the church and get the snacks from Tammy, drive them over to the school, haul them in, divvy them out, and just, you know, you just just talk and love the kids and give them a snack and share the gospel at the end with the ones that needed it. It was super simple, but it was one of the most rewarding times of my life. I mean, it really, looking back, it was such a, it really was a special time. Mm -hmm. And I think we all kind of knew how special it was, but we didn't, I had no idea where it would be today. Do you miss it? There are times where I do miss it. I have three of my own kids right now. (laughs) Um, But I do, there's times where, you know, you, I I miss that season of life to just Mm -hmm. be able to, you know, just go and serve and do whatever. But it is a season that, 
We'll come back. Yeah. So I hear. <laughs> I think it was very rewarding. And when I shared the gospel, if someone accepted the Lord, I would say to them, the Bible says, when someone comes to know the Lord, the angels sing. Mm-hmm. And I said, can you hear the angels singing? And they would just listen. And, and it, but that was very special to me. But yes, it was, it was one of the, highlights of my life i suppose mm-hmm. i'm glad i didn't miss it yeah. 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 yeah and y'all saw a bunch that first year didn't you we did well, you know we started out in the spring and i was reading because i journaled at the time just in the mornings you know in my quiet time with the lord so it was so simplistic my journal but as i was kind of reviewing it back this morning before we were getting ready to do this and thought how cool that God allowed me to be part of that. Because I we had just come to Ulyss, you know, First Baptist mm-hmm. Church Ulyss at the time. And um, I remember thinking, God, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Like, I, I felt so invisible in that big church. Because mm-hmm. we had come from a small church to a big church. And I remember, because um, the, there was a lady from Good News Club that came around to our classrooms. And they were in our little connection class. My husband was plugged in teaching. But I'm thinking, why did you call me to this church, you know? Um, and this lady starts to talk about how we could share the gospel in the public school. And, hey, Jack Terrell's asking you to come be part of this. And um, I thought, wow, we can actually present the gospel in the public school. Yeah, we're questioning like, the same I thing. I want to be part of that. Like, yeah. I, and I'm thinking, that's why I was so shocked when I showed up and it was you and Kathy. Kathy yeah. I was like. Doesn't everybody in this big church <laughs> want to be part of this? Like I was blown away thinking because I had kids in school yeah. at school age, except for my baby was she was four, and I remember thinking, Lord, what an incredible opportunity! My heart was just burning, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was terrified too. <laughs> but Dr. Koenig in those mm-hmm. early years, I mean, he would pop in and check on us. We we're in the portable, portable. out back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember he would just pop in every week mm-hmm. to say, how are y'all doing? Is there anything I, you need? What can I get for you? Um, and we knew he supported us, didn't we? And it was hard. Like we, we were, we were challenged because of each week it would grow. You think we started out with, I remember thinking that I wrote this, I've forgotten what day it was. This was the day before May 1st. So April 30th, I guess. Um, so two children were saved yesterday mm-hmm. Um, after presenting the wordless book, do y'all remember oh, that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the wordless book, we passed out a small copy, but then I think about the impact of that and that the next day I journaled that Maddie, my daughter Maddie, who was four, asked Jesus into her heart. Oh, and um, I said, you know, Maddie had been asking questions for months while we were doing beach clubs. Mm-hmm. And then think, um, but that wordless book stuck with her. And I remember her, she'd come forward every invitation after I'd do a Bible <laughs> lesson. I'd be like, okay, we'll talk about it tomorrow. You know, <laughs> we'll just keep processing this. And I remember finally one morning she goes, why won't you let me have Jesus? <laughs> oh, <laughs> So she, you know, we knelt beside the couch and she prayed and asked Jesus into her life. And I thought, that's why God called me to Beach Club, you know, was so my kids could hear. And then I journaled about each of my kids and how they implemented at their school because then they started talking to their friends at school about it. And before long, we were in my kids' own elementary school. At Stonegate. Stonegate Elementary, yeah. So it just... What if it it doesn't just impact you, it impacts 
your kids and helps them get grounded and then it gives them the boldness to share Mm -hmm. their faith with their friends Mm -hmm. and uh, that's man that's worth it (laughs) it's worth it now tammy um you you started not really um as as a part of the ministry um other than supporting jack and being a part of that from from day one but uh tell us a little bit more about your journey from you know the early days to now being on the on the staff and oh, uh, <laughs> and then even just speak to the yeah. impact that you've seen from your perspective not only with kids but seeing mm-hmm. you know uh, volunteers come on and be impacted it's it's been an amazing journey so not long after that so that was this this was the spring of 03 when this mm-hmm. first happened we piloted it and then I was helping kind of here and there, but really 04, 05 school year, I was club leader at Lakewood. And so I was doing that for however many years and would pass that off to somebody. And then I passed it off to Stan and Vicki Dobbs. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Donna Park. And anyway, so it was just really cool to get to go to different schools and see how our ministry was growing inside of our church. And then also beginning to partner with churches outside of First Baptist Church. Trinity Baptist was one of the first ones. Mm -hmm. Woodland Heights came on. Um, Shady Oaks came on. Your dad's church in Oklahoma came on. And so we're like, and 121 church, exactly. So all of these were like within 04, 05 at the beginning. And it was just so cool to start seeing, hey, this is, this is bigger than what we thought. It would be just a program of First Baptist Jewelers. Yeah. And it was involving a lot more people, a lot more. It, it was just really cool to see how many kids were coming to the beach clubs and hearing about professions of faith. And it just was mind boggling. And so then I became an area director. Michelle was my boss, <laughs> <laughs> along with a couple of others. Stephanie, I'm not Stephanie, her mom, Sharon Arosamina, mm-hmm. yes. my sister-in-law, Cherie, and then Dana in Atlanta, Dana Sutton. Um, and then we just continued to grow and build to the team from that. And now here I am, club, rela- club relations director, and I get to oversee all the field team and everything beach club related outside the office. So it's just mind-boggling to see what God has done and how he's grown this ministry. To It's not about us. It's all about him and about the kingdom impact. And you'll never know. We, well, I, none of us will never know this side of heaven, the impact that has been made from the very first club and beyond. Ooh, sorry. Yeah. Well, now, um, you might have already talked about this, but tell us not only about the impact that you saw on the kids you served with, but the impact on you personally. What has being a part of Kids Beach Club meant to you, or what are the ways that it's grown you personally or spiritually over the time that you were a part of it? Well, for me, uh, it was so much of a responsibility knowing that what I was saying, there was children listening. Mm -hmm. And was I doing it right? Mm -hmm. But as you grow into it, then you get more comfortable and you know that you're where God wants you to be. Mm. How powerful. Mm. Oh, yes. Well, I visited some of the homes of the children, and uh, I know I prayed a lot more. 
I, I think it kept me on my knees a lot more mm-hmm. because I wanted to say the right thing and, mm-hmm. and be sure. And uh, and the, these were children, many of them, who had not heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, it was a big responsibility. And when I was teaching, in particular, we had a lesson that I I was thinking, Lord, they're not going to get this. They're just, they're not. This was about the the tongues of fire, the, the Pentecost, you know, and, and all of this. And they're not going to, they did. I mean, they accepted it very readily. It was amazing. But I had prayed really hard all week about that lesson. Yeah. Well, you know, it's amazing. We go oftentimes to teach kids. Many of the times they teach us, exactly. they challenge oh, yeah. us. The blessing we get is, is tremendous. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. Just how, um, just how loving those kids were. I mean, they were just so, I think some of them were very desperate for just that love. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they were desperate Attention. for the snacks. Even. <laughs> and I didn't quite understand all of that in my little young mind back then. Um, but I remember there was a time when, um, kids would come in and just get the snack and leave. And I remember struggling with that. Mm-hmm. And I remember you, Michelle, just going, let them have it. Let mm-hmm. them have it. And I was like, well, should they stay? Like, you know, should we encourage them to stay? She's like, they'll come back. I think they'll come back. And seeing that just by that grace that was given. And so just learning that bit of grace to, you know, just allow them and just feed them. And to love on them. And they did. I just remember this one little girl, she would come in, and she would almost kind of get sneaky. Just come in, grab the snack, and just head out. And I'd be like, hey, hey, you know. And I just remember Michelle, like, just let her go, let her go, let them have the snacks. And and then seeing her come back in and saying, I'm going to stay. And I just remember all. You know, and um, she, too, by the end, she always got to lead her to the Lord. And that was super impactful in my life, so... I think another thing is the impact, you wonder what impact they, then those children had on their families. Because a lot of times uh, we would have mothers that would come and just stay and visit and observe and be supportive and excited about what was going on. So that's an unknown that we'll never know, too, is the impact that the whole family. Yeah. I just remember being so surprised at how many parents would just sign away that their kid could go without ever coming to meet us or um, just come check us out. What are you teaching yeah. my kids? And I just remember being a little shocked by that. Um, but I do remember there were several mothers that would show up and just stay and sit in as a child. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead. At the beginning of the year, they would come or the parents. Mm-hmm. I kind of had a full circle moment recently, and I could write a book on what this ministry has mm. done and what God has taught me, and, and I will cry because mm. this man, him and Tammy, just mean so much to me. Um, but Jack, I can still hear him saying, you know, just out of, we'd known them because my mother-in-law worked for him, and so we, Jack and, and Scott Shepard were a good reason why we were at the church and in ministry, but he, I remember that he kept, he looked at me one day and he said, Blondie. <laughs> it was just his term of endearment. <laughs> yes. I was like, I want you to take this. He goes, I mean it. I want you to take this and I want you to run with it. And I thought, 
I said, well, I'm going to talk to Russell about that. And you're like, okay, but now I want you to take it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking, there's so many leadership lessons I learned from Sacrifice. Even just Russell joined us that next fall. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if y'all remember mm-hmm. that. But yeah. he was, we were transitioning <laughs> to try to figure out what God had for us and um, in a greater way with Kids Speech Club. And um, I remember he, it, everything would come against us. I know we would pray for each other so hard on those days because everything came against us on the day that we had beach clubs, right? It was all kinds of warfare. One day, Russell's trying to get back from a school he was teaching in in Carrollton just so he could make it to us. Do you remember that? And he was, he was saying, called me and he said, my, my car broke down. And so someone, one of you went and picked him up on the side of the road and got him there because I was with the kids and he, we just left the car on the side of the road until beach clubs was over. I think several kids were saved that day. And so it taught me about endurance in the middle of warfare. But I think, I think you're touching, you're getting to something that, that caused me. I was, I was a professional kid guy. I'd been doing children's ministry forever at this point. But I'd never seen the eternal impact. Never had I ever seen the volume of children mm-hmm. come to Christ. Mm-hmm. Michelle, I think even in that first six weeks, it was mm-hmm. out of the whatever the number of the kids were, but there was by far, there were a bunch of children that came to Christ even in that six yeah. weeks. Yeah. And then, and so I'm like, I go to, I go to our pastor. I'm like, Dr. Claude, um, we may have a problem. And he's like, what's the problem? And I said, this thing's really working. And he goes, well, what do you mean? So I started sharing with him. And he's like, well, I, I don't know that I've ever heard of those percentages before. And I never, as a children's pastor, had ever heard of the volume of percentage of, that we see in Kids Beach Club, mm-hmm. ever. And I'm not trying to monopolize the conversation. But then it led to the kids coming to know Christ that led us to giving them a Bible. Do you remember when we just gave them one, each yes. week we gave out one Bible mm-hmm. a week? Yes. And we did that random drawing yes. thing. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It was so hard to give just one. Yeah. Just one. And then some yeah. of the stories yes, that came out of just giving them that Bible, um, you know. How excited and joyful mm-hmm. they were to have that. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a treasure yeah. for them. Yeah. I remember I, I went to my Bible Bible study department and and really said this is not right. We need to buy a lot more Bibles. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. You did. Yes. We yes. got everybody's got to have a Bible because yeah. the children seem to be so thrilled to have their own Bible. Mm-hmm. And that is so bizarre. Not yeah. that I, we don't give Bibles away at our church. We do. Yeah. Every first grader, remember every first grader gets a Bible mm-hmm. and we present them those Bibles. Mm-hmm. But those children getting a Bible is wonderful. But when we gave Bibles at Beach Club, I'm going to shut up. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was great. And yeah. you touched on it. You said the word treasure, that they treasured it. Uh-huh. And that's why today we call it Great Treasure Day because it's the greatest treasure on earth. It's mm-hmm. the greatest gift we can give these kids apart from a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. But that leads them yeah. to end to that relationship. And and that's just it. it. Now we get to give away one to every child that attends Beach Club. Yeah. But it's different when they're in school than when right. they're in the church. Right. Because many of those children don't go to church. Their parents yeah. do not right. take them to church. Mm-hmm. And uh, many of our children had never been. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it was a whole new experience mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. And they needed a Bible. And that 
that once a month or whatever it was wasn't going to get it. <laughs> once a week. One Bible a week wasn't going to get it. I know. Well, cool. Now, um, as we as we wrap up the conversation, I think if we uh, stayed here, we could share stories into the wee hours of the night. But um, maybe think through the the Bibles that you got to give to kids, that you got to see the expression on their face or um, walk them through, how do I... How do I read the Bible? Um, I, I remember giving a kid a Bible, and he asked if I could, if he could highlight the verse that he likes. And I said, "Yeah, you can. You can that's what it's here for." And and he looked up at at Jack, and he was just highlighting the whole section, just like this is. So there's it's so special. Maybe talk to us um, about some of those memories about giving Bibles to kids and those experiences that you saw. As the kids received, probably for many, the, the only Bible in their home. Mm-hmm. I remember being trained, going through the training, and and I still have it today in my Bible. Um, but it had the different colored cords. Do you remember mm-hmm. this? Yeah. And so that that's what we used. And so I had it marked in my Bible. Each one to go through. And so when we would sit to share the gospel, it was already kind of you're kind of already kind of there. You know, you just flip to the next color and. Um, I remember a little girl asking me, um, the scriptures that you just shared with me, can you highlight that in my Bible? And she had received a Bible. And so, um, and so I remember sitting and going through the scriptures that I just presented to her, um, and going through and highlighting those in her Bible with her. And, um, I remember trying to do that as often as I could mm-hmm. with, you know, cause we were just getting one Bible in the beginning. So, but I would always ask, would you like for me to highlight those scriptures in your, in your Bible? So did we get to where we were doing that regularly? Like, like already, yeah, like yeah. pre doing, yeah. I don't remember. I just remember asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I remember the children that didn't get the Bible. Oh, mercy. The disappointment. Oh, that they were hoping it would be them mm-hmm. and they didn't get one, but, uh. It was, uh, it's wonderful to see children want the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know it. I, I had one little girl who made a notebook for me and she drew all the pictures and, and, and it, it was so good. And I was just so pleased with that. And, uh, all of our lessons she would, um, have pictured in there from her drawings. Wow. And so I took the notebook to show to um, John, Brother John, and uh, he said, you know, I never knew what Jesus looked like before. Until I saw this notebook. But I just thought it was very special. special. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. yeah. And he was supportive from day one. I mean, yeah. once John got on the scene, our pastor... John Metter, once he got there, he was incredibly supportive, very, very supportive, mm-hmm. and has been supportive and continues to be supportive. So it's, it is good. How you many know, states are we in now? A bunch. I, I don't know. I, it always changes. I learned today. I learned today that we're now in Colorado. Well, we will be as soon as we get the church partner agreement in. But we'll I learned be. that we'll be in Colorado once the church partnership comes in. For the fall. Well, yes. You're in New Jersey. We're in we New Jersey. We are in New Jersey. In New Mexico. Yeah, we're so we're in cool. Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida. Kentucky, uh-huh. Arkansas, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man, don't start me oh, laughing. Yeah. Soon to be Alabama. I guarantee you Tina's going to have us in Alabama. I'm missing, I know in the fall we will. 
Anyway, we're in, oh, Missouri. Missouri. Um, oh, that is something, isn't yeah. it? Awesome. It's on the website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And these are all places where Kids Beach Club exists, where there are relationships being built Volunteers like you, the original pioneers. Yeah, you you were trailblazers. Um, you paved the way, and not that there was anything that was uh, above and beyond about you, but there was. Right, you said yes to God's call, and now here is impact all over the country and through uh, all the ministry of KBC of Kids Beach Club around the world. Seeing what God's doing through the TV show, and um, we are. All just thrilled to see what God's going to do in the season that's ahead. Now, um, as as we cl- close up, anybody have just a really funny story about Jackie? No. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe I won't open up that can of worms. But <laughs> there's probably you don't ever decorate his office for his birthday. So. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Maybe that's another podcast for another time. But it sounds like. Decorations. Surprise decorations. Are, uh, I would love best. to hear though. Do you know how many students we started with? Did you write it down? I, it's in here somewhere. So okay. I'll look at it I would love to, to you. know. Yeah. 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 It was either 19 or 26. Well, and we had 69 come to Christ by the end of that year. Wow. Yeah. Like by the end of that calendar year. Yeah. So I remember just, oh my yeah, it was, yes. that would have been the 03 first year. Right. So it was right. the, first of the ending of. Right, two thousand two, three, just at Bel Air, going into yeah, yeah just wow. at Bel Air. So we had a small amount that first, that first little bit that y'all did. I, I don't know, maybe because we just did a six week. Correct, mm-hmm. we did a six yeah. week pilot, and there were like twenty something kiddos. Mm-hmm. But when Michelle gave me the numbers, it was either thirteen or nineteen, and I'm like, that cannot be right. I mean, you only started with twenty something children, right. and you can't have that many kids to get saved. Well, I mean, did. but she, y'all yeah. did. Yeah. You did. Well, you can see why. Look yeah. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, well, as they see. moved us from that uh, yeah. temporary building into the gym, we outgrew it. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Do you remember that? Was, that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. And do. that was in the spring. I think in January we moved to the the cafeteria uh-huh. because it was really. Um, remember, we were we tried to have our Christmas party in the portable. Mm-hmm. And we ended up having to take over the next portable. Oh, that, oh, I was that yeah. everywhere. They're packed in here, and yes. that's when they moved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was wonderful. Does it any, was wonderful. Does anybody still have songs from oh, that yes. day going through your head? That you still teach the story of Ruth. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I do. There's a couple yes. of songs that I, I have taught my kids, and um, I still remember them well. They still yeah. come in very handy. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. The emotions and all. Yes. Well, you know... Those same songs and God's word, you know, it sticks. It sticks. Mm -hmm. And the work that you have done and the work that um, all the volunteers who are currently Mm -hmm. serving in in schools on campuses all over the country, it's working. Mm -hmm. Because lives are being changed. And we keep getting reports of all the kids who are giving their hearts to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it started with you guys. And it sounds like you would encourage anybody and everybody to serve with Kids Beach Club. Get a part of... Uh, be a part of Kids Beach Club. Um, help get Kids Beach Club to your school with your church because it's going to make a difference, mm-hmm. and it's going to it's going to make a, an eternal difference. And God let us do it. Mm-hmm. Let us. Yes. He does. Yes. And even if we are not experts in anything, <laughs> oh my awesome. goodness. you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to. Just a willing heart. Yeah. Right. And thank you for driving. Yes. <laughs> 
forgotten that. She's probably the one that went and picked for us a lot. She picked me up today. (laughs) Well, we're going to keep talking, but that wraps up this episode of the special episode of the Kids Beach Club podcast. Thanks for joining us. And again, if you want to be a part of a team and volunteer, um, or you're interested in how to bring Kids Beach Club uh, to a school near you, you can head over to kidsbeachclub.org. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you.